0: Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to L.O. Governor, the podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Governor of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me, as always, is Tom. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, first things first. Before we say anything, I'd like to apologize for the last episode. That was terrible. We were both dealing with a lot of personal shit at the time, and we went in recording, and we were terrible. And so, I apologize for the quality of that episode. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> Move, moving on. Um. Tom just told me something I'm not uh, not I'm not happy about, which is Marvel may be rebooting their universe in the comics, which yeah. I don't know how to feel about, to be quite honest.
2: Well, they've been hinting at it for a long time, and it seemed with these crossover events, it seemed like the logical way to go, you know, in some sense. But at the same time, when you look at it, you're just like, how can you do this? And what about all the rich, rich history you got, and it's it's very, very bizarre how how they're going to be dealing with this. It's like they're going to have this big crossover event. Um, some of you probably have seen seen the announcement for this. It's called Secret Wars, and it's basically when they're going to drag every single character from almost every single universe to be in one epic conflict and a big crossover event. And what now, people reckon is going to come out of it is that They're going to try and merge everything together, sort of what DC did with the new 52. That's the biggest rumours going around at the moment. Personally, do I think Marvel will do it? Mm, I would like to say no, but at the same time, I don't know. That's the thing. They could do this. Again, it's just a rumour. We don't know it's going to be true, but it'd be interested if they can pull it off or not pull it
1: off, you know? Because um, here's the thing with the New 52, when it originally started out, it was originally like, you know what you said, a um, big crossover that merged all the universes together, but then it was revealed recently, and spoilers for, spoilers for everyone who doesn't want to get spoiled, that um, the, the, the New 52, the Earth that we're currently seeing, is not the official Earth, but like one of many 52 different worlds. Yeah, Which... so take that as uh, so take that as what you will, and they are going to go back to the original Earths come April in another crossover event. Well, that's what I mean. It 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 can go
2: many different ways. That's the thing. You don't really know if it's the right decision or if it's the wrong decision. But um, I think at the moment, um, there's a lot of stuff going on within Marvel at the moment, they're trying to reshuffle everything because um, it's obvious that they're trying to reform everything around to relate to
1: their uh, movie
2: universe. That's that's
1: the obvious yeah, because, thing because that's, my, uh, that's the thing that's the thing that's the thing They the their readers the most. Is they like, they think going to read idiots and that's not not percent to that's the movies. that's not like understand the they're the movies. Well, I can understand why they're doing it, because they want understand why to entice
2: new people who they want to the to entice new people who the see now. the I know the read few the comics now. But because I, I know quite a few people who i knew i known for 10 years like f- over 5 5 to 10 years and stuff like that and um i basically knew i uh, basically known them for years and they're like um they never i known them they never be like comics or ever got into the comics or ever since this whole best way to call it this whole marvel cinematic boom happened um i would say it's during the second well just probably at the end of the first phase and through now a lot of people who kind of been interested have now jumped on, the, jumped on that bandwagon and are starting to pick up the comics, starting to pick up comics or starting to read old stories and stuff like that. And, then, and they get curious about it. I get people, const- i got one mate, constantly keep asking me stuff. He went, okay, I liked, I read this, I like this. Do you recommend something else? Like, for example, um, I know you don't like either of these comics, but um, for instance, he does like The Walking Dead comic book and i said oh if you like that gory sort of stuff try um i said to him try um old man logan or um kick us or something like that it's i said it's not personally not mine or and i know it's not yours but um you he he may like it and i personally i do like old man logan but um and he picked up and he he really liked it and it's and i even have other mate who who wants to go back and read some of these big crossover events because he wants to get some reference or frame of who these characters are, who characters soon to come, you know?
1: Yeah, I kind of understand that, you know, movies, and, and, you know, some people get interested in who the characters are and all that stuff, but when you make everything le- just exactly like the movie, it kind of... It sort of loses its charm. yeah. Yeah. Like I like I I I miss Star-Lord's old costume. The the blue blue uh outfit and the <clears> helmet. I think they sort of referenced they are probably
2: going to give him a bit more blue in the second film cause when they left they all got new gear and they had
1: and yeah. all, all their new gear did have I I, I just I just I, I just I mean I mean the movie look works for the movie but it just doesn't yeah. work for the comic character because the comic character has a completely different backstory compared to the movie kind of part. Oh, oh yeah,
2: definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, Star-Lord in the comics was more of a goody-two-shoes type character instead of a, like a Han Solo character. Yeah. Like he was in the movie. So, it wouldn't make sense for him to wear something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I kind of and I kind of like that design, his old design, because it was like an old retro comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I like that. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, just... I know like superhero designs are like controversial because people can't shut up about them and blah 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 but oh. you know it 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 all depends on like if if something is to me like the perfect superhero. Costume is something that's simple, but it has to have something to make the character stand out. It needs like a bit of flair. Or it needs like yeah. a icon to stand out. Like for example,
2: Batman got his Batman symbol, the black cow and cape. Superman, the B yeah. shield chest yes. with the S with the blue with the red cape and the blue suit. Spider Man with the Spider Man symbol and you know stuff like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: You know, and then and, and Power Girl with the boob window. <laughs> <laughs> Power Girl with the boob window. <laughs>
2: Out of all the comparisons that I've made. i have the three biggest images was like, You brought a power girl in the boob window. <laughs> because it made her stand out. You can't. You can't. <laughs> stand back. About to put like, a eye out.
1: Oh god, they made so many jokes in the Harley Quinn issue. <laughs> I love.
2: That. I love the fact they teamed up with Harley Quinn. It just like she plays like the, the straight, the, the straight serious person, and Harley Quinn is just like the loose cannon. <laughs> and I, I love that bit when she just when Power Girl like she dressed up like an Amazon chicken and she's about to smack a, mon- a monkey and Harley Quinn said Power Girl put the you know what I'm not even going to finish that sentence
1: <laughs> but I like I like um, when Power Girl when it's, when she has amnesia and Harley makes her, her her own costume yeah and she wears it and then she gets ripped in like a second <laughs> yeah
2: it's stuff like that, that doesn't make me laugh. I
1: I love Harley Quinn. I think that's like my one of my favorite comics currently running right now. Yeah, I think Harley Quinn's, the Harley Quinn comics
2: really good at the moment. The Batman stuff is still quite oh good, so good,
1: so good.
2: I'm um, seriously <laughs> DC. Do not you lose that fucking writer for the love of God. Do not. Oh, know? you
1: pay him everything ever. Sure. <laughs> Anything he does
2: t- turns to gold. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at the moment, and uh, I think. I know you don't like it. I think um, Dean Scott done, has done a good job with Spider Man. Honestly, I think he really has. Because um, l- let's be honest, for a long, long time, Spider Man got dragged through the shit, and he did something new. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: and I give him credit. It's like it's a very interesting moment in comics at the moment. There's, there's like there's a lot of new upcoming writers or some writers now really start to. Started the home there. Oh, oh, one of my,
1: one of my, one of my favorite writers working today is Colin Bunn. Yeah. And if you don't know who he is, he wrote Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. That's very and very mad
2: comic, by the way. If wants I to.
1: like that. I like that comic so much because it's brilliant satire.
2: Oh yeah, it I really love, is. I so like. Oh, yeah, right? it doesn't
1: end. It's a, it's a trilogy. Have you read the entire trilogy?
2: Oh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Um, I read up to the bit when. um you know the bit when he basically goes to the real world and he sees all the writers.
1: It doesn't end like that. It continues with oh. Deadpool Illustrated and Deadpool kills Deadpool.
2: Okay, no, I have not read those yet. But I read, I have read. Oh, Deadpool, Deadpool
1: Illustrated is it. awesome. He goes to the classic literary characters and starts killing them off.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, by the way, spoilers.
2: <laughs> uh, well,
1: that's the plot. I didn't spoil how he does it. <laughs> well i know well
2: again i basically spoiled the first part for everyone who's listened to this already so go figure
1: no i like it because it's brilliant satire when he finally realizes he's just a character in a comic and no matter what he does they're always going to write him as a crazy person so he says fuck it i'm just going to kill everyone yeah It's,
2: it's, it's pretty funny
1: I I love uh, Colin Bunn's writing because he's really really good at writing villains. He's really really good. I mean, he's writing Magneto, Sinestro, Lobo, and he just knows how to get into these characters' minds and really write complex yeah. characters.
2: This this is for, this more was my argument when it comes to um, making a movie adaptation of a comic book. I always I always find this necessary thing um, always get a comic writer who knows about the character if you're going to adapt him. And I think Marvel have been doing this in some sense, but not to the full extent because they've been letting the writers do what they want with it and everything like that. But I always feel, I feel for DC at the moment, you need to get your comic writers in there just to make sure the characters are the characters, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, I, I still, it still pisses me off, like Come when on, they I they did don't the want
2: Superman snapping. Yeah, and,
1: and not not even that. I think to me, what pissed me off the most was um, when they did the Green Lantern movie. They didn't even bother getting Jeff Johns on board. You know, the guy who wrote the entire fucking mythology that made Green Lantern a main character in the continuity. Is, is he the guy
2: who did um? <laughs> what was it the the whole when the Black Lanterns came back in the Darkest Night? Yeah. Yeah,
1: and he wrote Forever Evil. He's one of the. He's yeah. writing Justice League and all that other stuff. And they just to... couldn't be bothered. They just couldn't be bothered to get him on. I don't know why. Yeah. I need to get um,
2: it's Darkest Night. The um, the when they the dead superheroes, and super villains come back. Because everyone keep barking on me about that. He say, yeah, keep saying to me, look, you're not a Green Lantern fan, but at least read this Green Lantern comic. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not. A, big fan of Green Lantern I find I like the character interesting but not really Oh, the,
1: the mythology, the, the, the mythology
2: he, of the character is right, interesting it's amazing <laughs> oh yeah the mythology of the of the whole universe of Green Lantern 3 is amazing it's like I didn't know until was it Lego I know this is going to sound bad but I didn't know until <laughs> Le, Lego Batman 3 um there was more than was it I originally thought there was only four lantern calls, but then I found out there's like <laughs> you, <laughs> scrub. There's like you other, scrub There's like another three more after that there's like <laughs> the, the blue lanterns the pink lanterns and um, what was the other color I can't remember what the third one the last um, one was red orange purple yeah and
0: yeah
2: the purple one was love and I didn't realize, I was like wait there's a whole tile lantern no, love pink. Pink, yeah, pink, pink is love Yeah, pink is, like, purple, yeah. So, basically, I didn't know it was, like, a blue, purple and pink one. And I'm just like, what on earth? (laughs) This is amazing. And it's just, I I know that's really bad for me on my end, because of what I'm meant to be doing. But still, it made me laugh so much when I found out about that stuff.
1: And then you read Larflees, and then you fall in love with him because he's one of the best characters ever came ever created.
2: <laughs> Screw that! I, I want Guy, Guy to
1: <laughs> oh, He's <laughs> awesome in the New Fifty Two.
0: <laughs> if
1: you have not read Red Red Lanterns in New Fifty Two, shame on you. He is awesome in that. Guy <laughs> <laughs> He's him. awesome. I love that dude so much.
2: <laughs> I liked how they handle him in um oh Batman Brave and the Bold. <laughs> that that was a good. Uh, I liked how they handled even brave and the bold. He was quite good in that. And um, one character I learned about recently as well was um, Booster Gold. Recently, Could oh, he, I love Booster Gold. He's awesome. He's interesting because like I um, recently um, been watching this YouTube channel called um, Oh, what's it called? Mojo. I think I believe it's called. And they do these videos on comic book heroes' origins, and um, and I watched one of their videos. It was on Booster Gold, and it spoke about his origins. And I'm like, wow, he's still a dick, but wow, very interesting backstory for the character. <laughs> but um, but yeah, well, my yeah, very interesting. But going back to the whole topic in hand, um.
1: See, this is why, why we don't talk about comics. because I'll drift off and talk about shit for well, God knows how long.
2: Be, be fair, if we're talking about WCW, you know what happens then.
1: We're, we're, we're yeah. not. Oh, don't, don't.
2: I, but um, but no, um, it's um, it's interesting how it's like it's not great. Marvel rebooting to this whole Marvel now thing. They're really getting a full swing of it. The whole original changing point was when they did age of ultron and that got very mixed reviews age of ultron
1: oh and they're writing a sequel to that because movie
2: (laughs) yeah and um but um i think it's interesting that they basically want to they want to mix things up they want to change the formula but it, we won't know until it's actually done and what comes to light and everything like that. You never know, we might actually get some new stuff, we might not get some new stuff. It, 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 again, it's Miles.
0: I,
1: to be honest, all I want them to do is just kill the fucking Ultimate Universe, just end it. Well, just, she,
2: it, I think that's the only thing they want to say for it is Miles. That's the only thing they want to say yeah, for that universe.
1: just end it. It's like a sick dog that's dying, yeah. just... Just put it down already.
2: <laughs> Miles being the one success story from the Ultimate Universe I felt everything yeah. before Ultimatum was really good but then then Ultimatum happened and Miles was the only redeeming factor about the aftermath of Ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> I tried reading the Spider-Man comics after Ultimatum and I just sat down just like I'm seriously reading this. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> you know? And it's kind of weird, because even after Ultimatum, Brian Michael Bendis was still the fucking writer. <laughs> like, nothing changed. <laughs> no, this is the, 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 the
2: whole point about um, the Ultimate Universe. When they say it is a world-ending comic event for the Ultimate Universe, it's pretty much a base giant shitstorm of just sitting on... Everything that's been written up to that point and rebooting it from scratch, but not really rebooting it, you know?
1: You see, the reason why I like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe despite the various character deaths is because there's a point to it. And the point is, Deadpool is now insane and he believes the only way to cure himself is to kill all these people. Yeah. In Ultimatum, there is no point to the various deaths. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point in t- in it, and it's just shitting on continuity that's already been established over the fucking years. Yeah, I
2: think the um, I think the one thing that um, hopefully will come out of it will be um, some new talent might come up and actually step up and actually write some of the new Marvel stuff and take it in a new direction, why some of the writers that they know have been doing well will stay on the source material and hopefully stay with the continuity. or I don't know. It, it's very questionable at the moment, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. That's pretty much all i got for that.
1: Or maybe actually get a fucking writer to stay on Moon Knight for more than five issues. Yeah, but Moon Knight is
2: one of these comics that basically you just do just fill time. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I, I know you're Big and Moon Knight, but I just had to say that. You know,
1: once once they actually introduce them into the movies, you watch those fucking sales go up. You watch. You know what they
2: should do for um, speaking of Marvel, um, speaking when they introduce them into the movies, like you know the whole Netflix series and yeah. stuff like that. You know what they should do um, when they introduce all the things. Apparently, this year we, we we're going to get two uh, Netflix, two Marvel Netflix shows. We're supposed to be getting getting Daredevil, and we're supposed to be getting um, Jess Jones as well, the one that woman that goes out, but she, uh marries um, Luke um, Luke Cage.
1: It's kind of weird that they're introducing her first instead of Luke Cage.
2: Uh, maybe they want to introduce her to get you know get the character. Well, let's be honest, Luke Cage guy goes to jail, gets um, get experimented on, become a shit brick house. <laughs> it's not much to go on Luke Cage there He's very easy to introduce He's not like the hardest Well, ironically, that's a bit of a pun within itself But, you know, he's not the hardest character to um, introduce into I'm, the moment, I'm just you know?
1: going to be really disappointed if Terry Crews doesn't play him Because, yeah. come on oh, Just yeah.
2: look at him That yeah. dude is Luke Cage yeah. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> And the thing I think will be very good about this is... Um, when they bring all these characters together, you, you know what they should do? They yeah. should have them have a team-up uh, Netflix film when all the street li- crime um, villain, well, all the street crime heroes get together, like Daredevil, Luke Cage, um, Iron Fist is one of them. They said, and Jesse Jesse Jones all get together and they take down um, they take down the Kingpin.
1: That'd be interesting.
2: That's what I mean. I think that's what they should do in some sort of sense cause, because the thing is that a lot of people want Punisher as well but still at the same time with Punisher.
0: You know oh, he's God. going
2: to be there. You know he's just going to be the loose cannon and he's just going to be the guy
1: that wants to kill everyone. Um, They've had so many chances to adapt the Punisher properly and they failed every, every goddamn time. Maybe
2: now maybe now, Marvel finally got the rights themselves and might give the characters some justice because... The Punisher's run at the moment, is not that bad. It's actually quite, okay. It, it's okay. It's like, compared the Punishment standards, they at least try to give the character some character for, for, at last. Uh, at taste- least it's,
1: much better. And, and I know I'm going to get a shit ton of hate for this, but at least it's better than fucking Punisher Max. Oh fucking God.
2: despise the Max series. Is it the Max one when he punches a polar bear in the
1: face? I believe that is, because I I do remember him punching a polar bear in the face. I'm sorry, I'm I'm biased towards anything Garth Ennings writes, because he's a terrible human being. Terrible. Uh, Complete complete dickbag who thinks that superheroes are the worst thing ever, and violence and killing is hilarious, apparently. Yeah, it's not that good. (laughs) It's just... Terrible, terrible fucking writer. Fucking hate that dude. But uh, no, I think that they are going to do a Defenders movie eventually. Maybe a special. Yeah,
2: that that that' what should know. do? They should all the street line crime people should come together to be the Defenders, you know?
0: Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> that that'd be good, and they take on the Kingpin, because that that's the biggest street crime villain that you can go up against, to be honest.
1: Well, they've had other like they should do what Gotham is doing and like get like random characters from the comics and oh, have yeah. them
2: Oh yeah, I I liked um again like the Flash done that as well like Clock King turns up in one of the episodes of the Flash and he, that he was done quite well and he didn't even interact with the Flash within the episode.
0: <laughs>
2: no, really really well done. The Clock King was done so well in that. Um uh, but <sighs> But yeah, like I said, have like random characters turn up in it and have random villains turn up in it. Yeah, it, it'd be really good. You can really expand the universe in that sense. And then you can bring the characters over to Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. If you want to bring the bad guys back, right, you can bring them over to Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. You can bring Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. on into these street crime level shows and stuff like that. It'd be interesting because Coulson's going to have to interact with all these different superheroes at some point down the line to rebuild, you know, to rebuild this whole Empire thing. With Shield and whatnot, but yeah.
1: If you if you can't tell that Shield is going to come back and Coulson's going to be the new head, then yeah. you're a fucking idiot.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is, Samuel Jackson's contract it's not going to run out soon. But um, I think Coulson. I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm calling it right now. Nick Fury's going to die in like Avengers three. I think. I think. I think um,
2: him. I think him and Iron Man are probably going to die in the first first part
1: of yeah. Infinity War. Maybe Civil War, You never know.
2: <laughs> well, no. Well, the thing is, we've well, well they're both contract, contracted for for at least four more. Well, Robert Downey Jr. contracted for Civil War and like two more and everything. Or, like like for at least like four more films. So you're not going to waste him. That's that's the thing with Samuel Jackson. But. <laughs> um... You're not going to kill off the character when he's still under contract to make make appearances in films. You're like actual acting role appearances. That's what make me surprise me. They're all acting roles appearances, but they're not really. They haven't really used that in that sort
1: of sense until um, Winter Soldier. But oh, Winter Soldier is the only time I think he ever did something that actually made me go. Oh, there's the Nick Fury I remember from the comics. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, it's weird. Um, I hope for God um, they can um, get get it all right and they can get it all up to scratch. And um, and again, the whole Spider-Man thing with Sony, that's up in the air still. So you don't know when that's going to, or how that's going to affect in the play. Because like, apparently Sony are going to do some of the Spider-Man and then... It's, they say they're not going to do anything with Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man this, Spider-Man that. No one knows what's fucking happening with Spider-Man at, at the moment. Um, so, this this be my interesting take. I know they will not do this, because Sony are such greedy little bastards on this. Put Spider-Man in a Netflix show. <laughs> no, seriously, he's a street crime level fighter. He interacts with Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist most of the time
1: you see like, I would laugh my ass off if they do look Luke, Luke Cage and and Iron Fist and they and they pass by Samuel L. Jackson in a cameo. I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: Samuel like Samuel Jackson.
1: I think that's what's going to happen um,
2: when they're coming in Infinity War. I think all their shows properties are going to be. It's going to be a big, big, big thing when the third when finally they get to you know the big climax of the third Avengers film but I think that's when they're going to have most of their properties in, in the two parts
1: Well, will wait and see yeah we'll
2: wait and see on that
1: but yeah um, I have not seen Agent Carter by the way so I really can't comment on I that think, show
2: I heard it was good it actually beat, um, it actually beat um, Agent Shields in the ratings like that's hard <laughs> yeah, true Again, if you want to watch a good comic book show, watch The Flash. Seriously, watch The Flash. The Flash is so good. It's like the other day, um the guy who plays Captain Cold in it, he's a really good actor, the main actor from Prison Break. I sat down with one of my friends and um both 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 female friends of mine and um they basically were like, "Oh my god, he's so fit." And then one of them said, "Oh, you do realize he's gay, right?" And she's like, "Shut up." And he's like, "Yeah, he is. He's gay." <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just came out and said, why, did, why are the good-looking ones always gay? And I went, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the fact that you're liking them.
1: Hey-oh! <laughs> um, yeah, if it makes you any f- feel better, uh, <laughs> what's-his-face, Thor isn't gay.
2: <laughs> As Miranda Wilson said, have you seen the size of those arms?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably one of the good lines from Agent Shield. But um, I digress with Agent, Agent Shield. I, I still defend it get through the first half of the season for the season one and it's Because
1: those couple of episodes the first in the first season are brutal brutal yeah. to get
2: through and then when you finally finally get to uh, get through the second half when um around the time when the whole uh winter soldier stuff starts happening it gets really good it gets a lot better it actually feels like there's no shackles on them and they can finally do what, the, what they yeah. want to do with the show.
1: But and They finally stop making Skylar a Mary Sue character like she, she was in the first couple of episodes. Oh, she's always going to be a fucking Mary Sue character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she,
2: she's a fan favourite. Go on, go, 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 go on. She's female, she has superpowers, she's attractive and also she's in a comic book show.
1: And she has superpowers now, because
2: yeah. fuck off! <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things that sort of happen. but um, I think when it comes down to it, I think it's going to do well. I think Marvel will do the job right. We'll merge this universe, but uh, that, that's pretty much all I have to say on that, but um, should we move on to the WWE news?
1: Um, if you must, but uh, fair warning to people who don't like us talking about wrestling, you might want to skip a little bit, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, because we drone on and on about wrestling, so fair warning. Yeah, if you made it this far, good, um, good on you. But
2: um, for, I, I'm not going to say too long on this, but the WWE Network has finally came out in the UK on the 19th of January this month, the start of the new year and um i it's the second day it's been out it hasn't been out for 48 hours just yet but it's finally been launched and i got it to play on my playstation 3 i signed up for it 9.99 which really when you translate that um the American price is only 6.20 but you know they have to keep the 9.99 logo um symbol you know because that's their tagline they can't shut up about about the price of the fucking network but um i've used it um it works, it works really well, it comes through crystal clear, I've only had like, one bad time of it, when it wouldn't play like one of the shows, and then it's freezed up um, a few times, but then it so, then it started playing again, but apart from that, it hasn't crashed on me, it hasn't done anything like that, it hasn't kicked me out of any of the shows I've been watching, and it hasn't crashed, like I said, it hasn't made me want to burn, but it hasn't made me want to set it on fire, you know? Um, are all the pay-per-views on there, or are yeah. they missing? Um, no, they're all there. Um, it's pretty identical to the American version. It's all there. It's all, whatever
1: even cap- even cap- even Capital Carnage 98? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The only thing that's
2: been take- editing off that was the ECW pay-per-view, and it was a match when New Jack came back, and they have to m- mute... Basically, basically, what they had to do, they had to mute it and put new commentary over with Jerry Styles, only because of copyright Aww. problem. <laughs> but it's only during his entrance so when when New Jack came out. Apparently, they used the music, and they W can't get the rights to use the music on the network, so they had to redub it. But it's kind of interesting when you watch a program when um it has um like how can I put it like if it has like a tv 14 rating it's that really besides me it's still using the american ratings for the uk based show and the island stuff that i digress on that sh- shit but it comes up with a little warning when it says all the people in this show um in this product are are port- um are individual themselves not portraying the act as they say actors they play as the performance they are within the ring stuff by the way, wrestling is fake. <laughs> yeah, they put that there as a warning for the TV fourteen one, and then um, any pay per view that pay per view video has Chris Benoit in it, it comes up with a notice saying the individual, um, the individual that may appear in this video is associated with these current events, and do not reflect his actions, what he has done in the past. This is just here for per purposes only.
1: Also over the the I think the biggest controversy about the network was Over the Edge. The fact that that's included on there. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, because Owen
2: Hart's widow has never, never, ever forgiven WWE over that. And I think it's got to the point now, I think, when the whole Hart family just wants him into Hall of Fame now. But she's the only person holding the way back of it. I think in Brett was interviewed recently, not long ago, like a few months ago, I think it was around about, I want to say December, November time, and they asked him, do you want your brother to go into Hall of Fame? He went, yeah, I want my brother to go the Hall of Fame, eventually.
1: Yeah, well... And know, I think um...
2: I think he even called out, he didn't call him out, but he, he said, look, it's just like, it's been so many years now, we need to move on for it, it was a terrible accident, but I would love to, just love to see my brother going there to remind the fans and... Respect his legacy within the wrestling
1: industry. I mean, WWE has always had respect for Owen. It's just his his widow has been the problem.
2: Yeah, I I know that's really bad to put it that way. Um, For those, no, that's
1: the truth. That's the honest to god truth. Like you ask any wrestler, they'll tell you like they have respect for Owen, Vince, and Owen never had backstage heat. So you know it. It's just like unfortunate circumstances. Like that's yeah, it just it happens. I, I don't. I don't. Can't explain anything.
2: Yeah, just you know? that he was given the blue blazer gimmick, and um, they did test out, like, even Vince came down the wire, there's video footage of him actually coming down that wire, and it worked fine for him, and, because um, that's the thing with Vince, if, if he wrestlers have to go through and do something, like, for example, like, Shawn Michaels came down on that sit wire at uh, WrestleMania one year. Um, yeah. There's video footage of Vince doing that before anyone else because he always said, look, if my wrestler's going to go through it, I'm going to go through it before him.
0: <laughs>
2: just make sure it's safe. Because I don't want to put them in danger knowing that, yeah. knowing that it's going to be dangerous, you know?
1: Yeah. It's
2: just one of those mad things. But, um, but yeah, um, WD Hall, yeah, like I said, um, the network works fine it has all the shows funny enough i actually got it up in front of me so i can actually check at this point in time like for example i go under shows i go under pay-per-views got WWE, ecw wcw let's say for instance i go under uh, wcw And um, there's and i click on bash of the beach and then it has all the bash of the beach from 2000 all the way back dating back to 1994 with hulk Hogan versus rick flair
1: even the one-shot pay-per-views that they did
2: well yeah um yeah yeah, they do. They have um, um, back uh, backhouse star card, which was only one pay per view in uh, 1988. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it does, and it has uh, yeah, it has capital punishment, which was only what, was a one off in WCW from
1: nineteen ninety. Or what was it, mayhem? <laughs> oh my, I hang
2: on. Oh god, they got slam um, slam ball.
1: Oh, Slambury. <laughs> oh
2: God! <laughs> 2001. For those who don't know, that's the most infamous pay per view of all time. It Has Dave, Was it like Jeff Jarrett, Dave, on that on that and a battle in a Ready to Rumble cage match for the WCW title? My God, that was bad. Okay,
1: um, shameless shameless plug time. Check out if you have not checked out that pay per view. Check out OSW reviews review yeah. of it on.
2: YouTube, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, they got they got the World War Three stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much most of it is here. I think they're still adding stuff over, over the course of the time, but you know it's going to take time. You're not going to get everything up on here, you know.
1: Because uh, I know not every episode of Nitro is on there, which kind of pisses me off because I really want to see most of the shit. <laughs> again, with um
2: Nitro and Thunder, there's a lot content, and it's going to take a while for it all upload, you know, so, unfortunately, you know, it's going to take a while for all of it to get on, and all this sort of stuff, and, kind of a shame, but, you know, it sort of happens, but... Oh, and who, who could
1: forget, what was it, uh, Super, I think it was, I know Super Bowl 2000, or something like that, around 2000, where, fucking Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan have the apple pie Indian strap match, oh, one of the worst Fucking matches I've seen in my life. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah, um, your favourite per is on air from WCW? Oh, yeah. Halloween
1: Havoc, nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, it's,
2: uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm literally staring at it at this moment. It's literally there <laughs> and the image is the, is the Nitro logo with Halloween Havoc on it, and Hulk Hogan strangling out the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I'm gonna have a look at that a bit later. And then if I go under ECW, e- C- there's um, Hardcore Heaven, um, he- um, Heat Wave, um, Living Dangerous. very
1: Be- 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 Legal '97 is their best pay-per-view. Very Legal, look. one-night stands they have there. So very Legal, very... Okay, here we go. Yep,
2: yeah, Barry Be- Be- Legal Night '97.
1: Yeah, that's their best pay-per-view. Yeah, that they've ever done.
2: Yeah, it's it's all be here, w, like WWE, they have like, uh, it's all capitalized as well, it's basically A to C. Oh, like do it. they
1: have, do they have a December to dismember? <laughs> oh God, that'd be December hilarious if they did. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> is
0: this
2: the um, WWE one? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> December to dismember, okay, let's, let's have a look, cool, I can go on the search engine, let's have a look.
0: Dude.
1: One of the worst fucking pay-per-view shows of all time. (laughs) It's
2: on there. Yeah, it's on
0: there.
2: (laughs) It's on there, the whole (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view.
0: The one that
2: Paul Heyman lost his job over,
1: unfortunately. Uh, Well, he's back now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to shows as well, like, for example, I go... Under in ring stuff, and it's like it has like the pre show rule replay and uh, backstage pass, um, the officially anniversary stuff replay got tribute to the troop main event, WWE exclusive, NXT, the Slammy Awards, superstars. Um, then you go into original stuff, which you've got the WWE rivalries, then that's basically just covers documents like famous rivalries, rivalry within the company with wrestlers and people and stuff like that. And yeah. you actually i watched like the Stone, Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon one, and it goes as far as their relationship going outside the ring as well when that whole incident happened with them, the whole Brock Lesnar, Stone Cold incident as well. Oh God. Did <laughs> so they talk to Vince McMahon and Stone Cold about it? They gave their side of the stories on it and it was very interesting. They showed like the bite the bite me stuff of that led up to that whole incident as well when um Stone Cold went on Bite Me and he basically said I'm sick tired of the product, I'm sick of it. And
1: I I uh, that was I wish WWE did more of that 'cause that was the one that, that was the controversial segment on the on online that broke K where they just basically had like, wrestlers come on and do shoot interviews and get asked questions by fans about what the current product is doing, which is very controversial, yeah. and got them in a lot of heat. Yeah,
2: because didn't they had like Josh Matthews on there, and basically people kept calling in and kept saying that
1: TNA was better, and he basically yeah. kept telling the fans to fuck off. Uh, not to mention Lita was on there and she got asked about Matt Hardy
2: oh yeah Matt Matt Hardy called in oh god I remember that that was (laughs) awkward as shit
1: oh my
2: god (laughs) that was awkward it can't be as awkward when they did the whole um, you know um, when they had um... oh god I'm trying to remember the pick one
1: awkward moment that they've done
2: Um, (laughs) pick one the Ultimate Warrior stick with uh, Matt Stryker. Oh Jesus.
0: Yeah.
1: That was awkward, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> How uh, about
1: uh CM Punk and Paul Heyman making fun of Jerry Lawler's heart attack a week a week later? Uh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at some of the other rivalry stuff like you got
2: Stone Cold, Miss McMahon, you got um Dusty Rhodes with Flair uh, Rick Flair, you got Triple H Shawn Michaels, you got Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper edge and christian versus the hardy boys that's the most up-to-date stuff they got the stuff i haven't watched yet but i really do want to watch is the monday night war stuff i've heard really good stuff about this little show they've done so far and it's supposed to be really good it really goes in depth about everything with it at the moment i think it's just wrapping up soon
1: have I'm- you seen the mini have you seen their ecw miniseries that they put on there recently I haven't
2: found that just yet. I'm trying to find that at the moment. Um, I'm just going through this all at the moment. I've got Legends Legend House, it's, which I've got through all of it uh, right now. And God, that was a weird one, Legends House. You got the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame stuff. So basically, they got the, like the best of. They got the Randy Savage announcement. Okay, okay, like right, okay. Before I continue, I need to go on a little tangent about this whole Randy Savage thing. I'm happy that he's in the Hall of Fame, but I think the biggest slap in the face is the person they announced to induct him. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. For those that don't know, sure, they may be like later on in their life, but for most of Randy Savage's life, he despised Hulk Hogan.
1: He hated Hulk Hogan. You can find shoot interviews of him bad-mouthing
2: Hogan. (laughs) Like, they didn't. They were not the best of friends, and it's just like it's a big. It's, it's like it's it, if like Vince Russo said this, and I'm kind of agreeing with him, but yet again, Vince Russo is a big prick himself. Oh, but, fuck. Um But he said this. He wouldn't put it past Vince McMahon just to put him in there because of the fan backlash that he's not in there, and the and like his friends and like his colleagues as well because of that backlash as well. But he probably chose Hogan to get the last laugh, you know.
1: No, nah, I don't. Think no, so. I, I, I don't
2: think Vince is that sadistic, to be honest.
1: But you know, if um, he really was that sadistic, he would have just gotten Triple H to induct Warrior, knowing how much Warrior despised Hunter.
2: Yeah, um, but the thing was that um, with Randy Savage, I think the per- the one person, I would have said when well, there's two people that would should have inducted him. Or at least Larry. talk on his behalf, you know? Larry. Should've, yeah, Larry, yeah. But I think another person would be good to induct him. Like, basically, because what they do with this, basically, they get, like, the person representing him is Larry, should have represent him to talk about him. But I think the person who should induct him, well, you know, like, inducting, like, induce him, should it be Steamboat.
1: Yeah, I can see that. But they weren't really that close, to be I quite know, honest. but
2: they had the best match, both hands down. They... Uh... Come on, that's like the best match they both had.
1: Not really,
2: come on. It is, it is a <laughs> That's one of the best match, one of the best WrestleMania matches, come on.
1: For, for the Intercontinental Championship. It's good, but I wouldn't call it the best match ever. I think that's No, 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 I'm what... not
2: saying the best match ever, but I'm saying one of the best matches they both had. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's honestly the best match they have. It's like I put that. But, in. I think, but I think you know Larry should have inducted him because he is his brother and they. Yeah. He's the only live guy. Because here's the thing. There's been a lot of controversy with Savage because with the Popo family and, and if they want to induct him and not. I mean there was a lot of controversy and and again in the later part of of Savage's life he did patch things up with Hogan. He did patch things up with Vince but he wasn't, I think, ready to come back to the WWE just yet. Yeah, basically, had he, was... and, and had he not tragically passed away, he would have come back, like,
2: 2013, probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, he, for those that don't know, he had that face, fatal heart attack while he was driving the car, and he had the car accident, and the rest is history, unfortunately, but his had he sadly passed away because of the heart attack because and the car accident. Um... But yeah, um, Randy Savage being inducted to Hall of Fame, that I'm I, I'm happy for him, and hopefully um, they do they will do it justice and do induct him. I think. Like,
1: I think I think to me the the saddest thing about this whole thing is that Randy's not alive to give a speech. Well, I think that's the yeah. thing. Because you know um, how they did Paul Heyman, like
2: they had like Kane came out and talk about him for a little bit, and then he then he brought out yeah. bearers like two sons. Yeah. And then came out and talked about him. That what I think they should have done with 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 Randy Savage. Basically, have Steamboat come out, introduced Larry, and you know, and then Larry talks about him. You know,
1: yeah.
2: That's how. That's how I think it should have been done. You know, personally. Um, Well, you
1: know, Hogan's the hype man, so you know. I, I I I don't know.
2: I think that was done on. I don't know. There's just, just, something that, that doesn't sit with me right. They only do it because of the whole mega powers. Yeah. Thing. That's the only reason why they've done that. But I digress on that. Um, moving but on. Then, I
1: mean, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm moving on.
2: Because I really don't yeah, gonna... want to get... We're going to end up in a tangent. Yeah.
1: This I, mean, I told you. We talk about this we're going to go fucking forever. <laughs> um,
2: but, um, there's also WWE Slam City. I've seen some of the episodes online. Because they upload these online as well on YouTube. Um... The actual uh, people uh, that made them. Um, you have This Week in WWE, which basically is like a recap show of um, what happened this week within WWE. So, essentially, if you don't want to watch like a shit Raw or shit SmackDown, just watch this. Which is this basically week. every Raw SmackDown these days. Also, <laughs> my, also my favourite as well, Total Divas.
1: Yes. <laughs> for all
2: the wrong reasons. All the wrong reasons. I fucking love Total Divas for all the wrong reasons. Uh, also...
1: If you want to watch actual fucking wrestling NXT's on there. so Just
2: saying. (laughs) Always a plus. Always a plus. Always a plus. And then um, out there, other shows as well. They got... um, I'm just going through this as well. They got WrestleMania Rewind. And this is basically just rewinding back to the biggest moments within WrestleMania. So you've got stuff like... um, Oh, God, there's a lot of them. Like, the first WrestleMania, Hulk versus Andre, the Attitude Era begins, um, John Cena, the champ is here, um, Heart, the Heart, um, legacy, the game changer, they got Icon versus Icon, they got the Mega Powers, um, then they got the whole WrestleMania and Jericho, they got, they got the whole rivalry between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, and, um, they got the Latino Heat, they got the Rey Mysterio, um, the ultimate underdog story that it goes on and on and on. And then,
1: yeah, for those who don't know, these are all the DVD documentaries that they've done over the years. Well,
2: I mean, this is their rewind section. So you can go back. Yeah.
1: And
2: then you can go beyond the mat, which essentially is all their DVD stuff. Yeah. So you got all this DVD stuff here and it's, it's, it's quite good that they added most of the DVD stuff on air. There's, I'm going through it as flicking through it at the moment. There's a lot of the old stuff is here and, um,
1: the chris jericho one is really good i thought i thought that documentary was really good
2: the Bret the Brett the Hart use. one was quite good as well yeah but the other i think one of the best ones on here is the rise four v c w
1: oh that's the best one yeah. that
2: is fantastic uh, that's one of the best ones to watch on here. I'm just going through them at the moment i've got they got the, they've got the john Cena one on there um NWO, the Attitude Era. Oh, the
1: rise and fall of WCW—that's another good one. <laughs> yeah,
2: you. We uh, got countdowns. So, got, like these top ten. Because for a long while, WWE did these top ten lists on their website, and later on, they would they started turning them into videos. Like, and they do like the top ten countdowns. Like, you have got like yeah. craziest ladder matches, greatest factions, hottest couples, um... dangerous divas. um... Like um best returns, celebrity celebrity twists, um biggest blunders, which my favorite on there is the um shock master's biggest blunder falling through
0: the <laughs> of <Classroom laughs> war,
2: um it's stuff like that, and it's a really, really cool sort of thing, and then you've got like their special, the original specials, which is just like. For example, you have got like um, the Stone Cold podcast with Miss McMahon on is on air. Um, then you get like first looks and stuff like that, and like you get sneak peeks like at like the previews of like WWE 2K15, the Sting DVD, um, the Brothers of Destruction stuff, and it's it's that, that that's interesting with itself. And you got like quick hits, which is essentially just like. Quick little snippet videos, like little extra stuff. You don't, they don't know where they put, so they put it in here. Oh god, they yeah. got the whole Hogan Real American video on here. Oh god, the really, really old one when he's like got the American flag behind him, playing on a guitar. <laughs> it's like all the really random stuff. They don't know where they put, and they just put it on a compilation sort of stuff like uh, that. Do
1: they have the Ultimate Warrior Wrestling Phil Collins? Because that's hilarious.
2: <laughs> it's probably here somewhere, but from the look of it, it seemed like it would be a very big se- section, and I'm not going to go through it. I'd, lo-
1: I'd love if they got oh, the oh, oh. Slim Jim commercials.
2: Oh, God, they got the... Um, when um, oh, um, Psycho Sid mucked up his lines and basically... Uh, me and Gene Oaken interviewing him, and he just asked him, but like, he said, Oh, can, can we start from the beginning? <laughs>
0: oh, Gen-
2: Gene said, No, we're live. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, God, I remember yeah.
0: that.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, that's, uh, that's quite good. You've got Tough Enough on here as well, so you've got the first three seasons of Tough Enough, you want to go back and watch how none, of, no one from Tough Enough, apart from maybe one or two people, well, three people probably got out of tough enough and did well you know well some of them but not until years later <laughs> or, or you mean like the first person stone cold kicked off it off off when he was running tough enough the first first person he kicked out the whole fucking show is the only person from that season. well it depends
1: on yeah. depends yeah. on which depends on which era you're talking about it's the first
2: been three seasons versions. so essentially the stuff before they brought it back with stone cold you know
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so, hey, you can see Bob Holly beat up a fucking kid.
2: Uh, all Triple H, basically. Just for... Oh, yeah, now we're going on to Vault. So under Vault, you can go onto Monday Nitro, and you've got like, all the stuff from Monday Nitro, and if you have a bit of problem, you can go and select a year. At the moment for Monday Nitro, I only got stuff from 96 and 95 up there at the moment, unfortunately.
1: Um, oh, goddammit, the good stuff doesn't come in until, like, 98 and 97. 98 yeah, that's when it starts thousand. to get mad.
2: <laughs> but it has all of um, Clash of the Champions on here. So, for those who don't know, um, Clash of the Champions was the other show that started before Nitro, and um, it was the show that ran a- along with Nitro for a few years before they changed it to Thunder. Yeah. So, all Clash of Champions up on there. So, they probably got all this stuff up first because they know it's the older stuff and i think they're going basically going from oldest to newest then we've got ecw exposed um i think this is the stuff you you were just telling me about. yeah yeah
1: it's really good really good stuff yeah i'm literally seeing all of it at
2: the moment yeah there's a lot of stuff there then you got ecw hardcore tv um more stuff of ecw um uh, then we got
1: wccw champ oh my god that's going way back now <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, yeah. They only at the moment they only got ninety eighty two to 1983 up on there, and um, they got what's this? Legends of Wrestling. What's this? Oh, it's like all their backstage just stuff. Oh no no, it's all the round table stuff. Oh, those are really good. Yeah, Legends of Wrestling there's all their round table stuff. Oh, those are really good. For those, really really. Good. For those that don't know what these are, it's essentially it's just about all the old, all the old timers, all the old retired people, or people worked during those eras when they talk about, and they really go into full detail about how the company were, companies were wrong, how people were to each other, and it, it was very insightful to see how all this stuff worked, you know.
1: Especially when you had like conflicting personalities on the show, you had like Bischoff, Nash. Yeah,
2: oh god, it, it was interesting. Oh. <laughs> they had Vince on the, it was interesting they had the, uh, Bishop on there with, um, what was it, um, Harley Wright, uh, when they had him on with, um, oh god, who, who they had on with him? Um, Jerry the Kinglaw was one, one of them, JR, um, Harley Wright. PSAs? With, uh, yeah, my PSA, and yeah, oh god, that was yeah, awkward. Um, they got very Old School, so, oh god this is all the old this is all the stuff dating back before raw so this is all here yeah from 1975 up to 1997 so oh god this dating back before wow oh um also you got um e um tnt which is tuesday night titans so on yeah, my... I don't even remember that. That's going way back now. Then we have got prime time wrestling. So this is going back to the years of the '80s. So this was WWE during the '80s. This is this is like this is like the AWA stuff now. Yeah, and then you got um, Saturday Night Main Event. <laughs> so this is all here with the more recent stuff from '07 and 08... Yeah, these, these
1: are, these are, these were the shows that they did before, they did like Raw and Smackdown and whatnot. Yeah, and then,
2: and then the last
1: one is, um, the 12
2: Days of Attitude, which basically was a Christmas stuff that was going on all the time, and, and basically them just talking about 12 stuff happened during the Attitude Era, and what was the most bizarre stuff that happened during that time period. But yeah, um, it's all there, it all works. Um, they even got the schedule stuff, so basically you can click on schedule and you can see you can watch this stuff in real time if you want to, or you can watch it our ar- ar- um archive stuff. But I think what they do, they show it on the schedule then they add it to the um to, to the back catalogue. You know? Mm-hmm. So basically you have we have to wait until they show it ar- properly and then it will be added to the archive stuff so you can go back and rewatch it,
1: you know. Yeah, because it airs on a specific time and then it goes into the archives.
2: Yeah, so, like I said, it's all here, it works fine, and I have no problems with it. I've had it had it freeze up, like, once or twice, but it never kicked me out of the video, it never thing. But the make-and-break-it point for me is going to be, will it work when I watch the fucking Royal Rumble this Sunday?
0: Hmm... <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's going to be big. <laughs> yeah.
2: If it doesn't work, I'm catching my subscription.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm going to put it
0: bluntly. Uh,
1: you know. I mean, it's a good deal and all, but at the same time, you kind of feel guilty because you're not going to watch any of the recent, you know... Recent, Recent stuff, stuff. You're just gonna use it to. You're just gonna use it to watch like old fucking episodes of Nitro and shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the amount of time we talk about WCW is unreal.
2: Um, <laughs> One of these days
1: we're gonna do a WCW special episode where we're just gonna sit there for three hours
2: talking about WCW. <laughs> oh god! Didn't we do that once already? When when we talked about it, I think we did.
1: No, yeah, I mean, we did. We did. Like, I think I told people like. Um, I wish we recorded this, but we did talk one time on Skype and it was like for two hours straight about wrestling. Nothing but wrestling.
2: Yeah, we, we dove oh, into wrestling. we <laughs> dove into WWE stuff, we dove into ECW stuff, but we primarily just stayed on WCW stuff because that's the stuff <laughs> that we both remember the most because <laughs> WCW, when you're growing up during the 90s, was the most hilarious stuff you could have ever watched. You could not make this stuff up. But they managed to do they managed to make it up and put it on television for everyone to watch week on a weekly
1: basis. Fuck it. We're doing a WCW special oh. retrospective at <laughs> some point. Okay, I'm gonna have to start watching the W C W stuff again.
0: <laughs> episode
1: sixty. Call in right now, episode sixty. <laughs> but yeah. Only if it's only gonna happen when it's gonna be a slow news week and we got nothing. Yeah. That's only when it's gonna happen, so be prepared for that. Be very fair. Very, very prepared.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, moving on. Yep. Um, you want to talk about Raw? Because Raw was pretty shitty for a go-home show. Yeah, it was really, really shitty. <laughs> I mean, here's, here's my thing with Raw. Like, I mean, I... I understand it's the go-home show, and I kind of understand, like, you need to bring in, like, big names to get in the ratings, because the ratings are big, fucking, are shitty right now, but I hated the segment where the Ascension comes out and gets buried by the fucking NWO. That just fucking kills your entire division. Basically telling these guys, hey, you know, you you guys don't fucking matter, you're just here to drop to the old guys in a segment. Yeah. Like, couldn't you just get, like, some random fucking jobbers, like, local talent or something, and have them get squashed? No. I
2: don't, I don't,
1: I don't understand why WWE always does this. They always have to have, like, the the reunion, and then you have someone come out, and then they usually get buried in five seconds, and it's just terrible. Fucking terrible. And this is, like, one of your newest tag teams. This is, like, one of the tag teams that you're supposed to be pushing. Pushing, and now I can't take them seriously because they got squashed by fucking Billy Gunn and Road Dog for fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. Never a good thing.
1: <laughs> Never good. Also, if you're going to open up your show with a stipulation with John Cena... Chances are John Cena is going to fucking win that match.
2: And also, if John Cena turns up at the beginning of the show, it's more likely a fact he will more more likely turn up at the end of the show or not turn up at the end of the show.
1: Also, I don't understand why the fucking Big Show Big Show comes out to interrupt the Legends panel. I, what the fuck? Yeah. What What is Big Show? Why I don't. This This is what I mean.
2: It's just like. When Big Show, because the things, for those that don't know, Big Show was the young guy when they were in WCW. So it's actually kind of weird to see Big Show's older now, and the other guys were even older now. It it makes
1: no sense, because it's like, he's like, oh, I was the underdog. No, you won't! You weren't the fucking underdog. You were one of the biggest WCW guys on the roster. You were constantly pushed because fucking Vince Russo was an idiot who thought giants could, you know, draw numbers. Apparently.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that's wrestling logic.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like we need something to be for Big Show to do, and we can, and we have to have a random encounter with Lesnar because I don't know. They had history, apparently, that one time. Yeah. I sure. Just, Happens. This, this fucking show was terrible. This show was god-awful. Like, outside the filler matches... And again, like... The, oh, God, the main event. I'm... I'm I'm getting so tired of a John Cena main event where it's like, oh, the odds are against him, and the heels are cheating, and then... So, And then it's like, someone makes a surprise appearance, and the heels get distracted, and Cena wins with a fucking roll-up victory. A roll-up pin! (laughs) A roll-up pin, for fuck's sake! That sounds like something that WCW would do. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was WCW-style booking, where Sting comes out, the authorities like, looking at him, and he walks slowly to the ring, like, it's like... Okay. <laughs> you know what made
2: me laugh about the whole segment as well? Um, there was Man. a meme, there was a meme that was posted up not long after when we were all finished, and it says like it's like right, I've heard the NWO were reunited. I must finish the job I started back in WCW. Wait, they already left? Well, looks like I'm gonna have to screw Steph Rollins over again.
1: <laughs> and especially like the whole firing angle with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan and whoever the fuck the third guy was. I don't. Anytime WWE does a firing angle, it's always going to end up getting reversed beforehand, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Because, you know, how are you going to... They fucked it up because, guess what? Dolph Ziggler, one of the guys who was fired, supposedly, they advertised him for one of the live shows. So chances are he was going to come back eventually.
2: Again, that's Miss McMahon booking style. And again, that whole... End, for those that don't know, Vince McMahon wasn't happy with the final ending. Well, he wasn't happy with that rule that happened when they got fired. So he ripped up the whole transcript script and rewrote the whole ending himself. And you could tell the way Triple H and Stephanie were speaking, it sounded like it wasn't from them. It sounded like Vince talking through them. and. Again, the whole firestorm line, because it's such a, what is it, like, thin layer now between state and reality, you know? Like, if you're going to fire
1: someone, don't advertise them for fucking shows. Yeah. Don't. Don't advertise them for fucking house shows. Don't advertise them for SmackDown. Don't advertise them for fucking house shows. Just don't do it. Because chances are they, they the fans are going to see that shit and they're like, oh, he's going to be back in a, in a week or two.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like back in the 90s when the internet was so big and the whole, you know, the whole illusion between reality and reality and story-based-driven stuff happened, you know? Yeah. Um, wasn't as clear as to, today's standards. Um, it made sense, the firing angle storyline. It's like, unless... This this the problem I find with it is that if you are going, going to file someone, do it for a long period of time. Do it for a reason. Like do it for a reason that they're if they're generally injured, do the whole fire angle with it. If they're generally need time off for and recover from an injury, yeah, do the whole storyline. You know, it's just that's fine in those sort of situations. You can use that as an excuse. You want to get them off the show, but at the same time. No, if you're going to do it for a short while and you want him to come back as a surprise entry in the Royal Rumble, it just it's just worth it's just pointless, you know.
1: And what's the fucking point of firing like Luke Harper? No, not Luke Harper. Fucking Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, a guy who the fans don't even give two shits about. Just why? Yeah, Eric Rowan, Dolph Ziggler, because you know Dolph Ziggler's already been fucking buried enough, so you know. Why not add a fucking firing angle to a, to his career? Yep. <laughs> you know, because everything
2: works with a firing
1: angle. It's almost as good
2: as, like, a retire, like, right, the loser leaves rule match. And then they're back, like, a couple weeks later.
1: Oh, do you remember the John Cena firing angle from 2011? Oh, you mean the whole thing with Nexus?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then they did it again. I remember Mr. Raw! never missed a
0: yeah
2: <laughs> well if you remember after extreme rule he's like no i need to go away i need some time to relax and i need time to recover i'm gonna be going away for a while nope you didn't go away you literally were gone for like two weeks and you were back um and then the other one was um <clears throat> as well was um Again, like, the whole Nexus thing, like you said with John Cena, and, like, they gave this whole big ovation, they gave this whole speech and everything like that, and he was back next week. Yeah. It's, it's just stupid when they do I, stuff like that.
1: It's it's the whole, you're... Same thing with Miz and R-Truth. When they got fired, they were back, like, a week later. Yeah. It's it's 2015. Firing angles don't fucking work anymore. Get People him. know what... Kayfabe does not exist anymore, Okay. Let's just get this out the way. It does not exist anymore. Mm. You can't just say we're gonna fire someone and have the people believe. Oh, did you hear that? The the fucking uh, WWE fired Dolph Ziggler. Of course, it's a work. Everyone is smart enough to realize it's a fucking work because you advertised them for fucking house shows. Yeah,
2: that's that's the Christ. problem.
1: Christ, that's the problem. That really is the
2: problem with, with, with how that's gonna go. You know. Yeah. But. Digress on that.
1: Um, this is what, awful raw. This is, what pisses me. this is why I'm not a big fan of the product right now because I'm just so tired of the same shit they've been giving me for the past couple of weeks now.
2: That's the reason why NXT is such a breath of fresh air at the moment.
1: Yeah. There's actual fucking wrestling.
2: Yeah. There's you actual know? wrestling. There's actual good promo work. There actual good gimmicks over there at the moment. And the commentary, commentary team over there as well are really good. They're really into it. It's not like Michael Cole who pretends to try to sell something, or Jerry the King Law is just like completely dead. Oh, movie,
1: I've it. seen the I've seen I've seen the Thursday edition of SmackDown, and oh my god, Jerry and Michael Cole sound so fake, yeah. so fucking fake. Like they're reading off a script, which is what they were actually doing when the camera wasn't on them. So it's just, it's mind-boggling that they think that this is that Vince
2: thinks that this is good
1: commentary.
2: Be fair, the only good commentators at the moment on the main roster is um, JBL. Again, JBL was always a good fun to listen to because he actually does actually sell. He actually does play the dickhead on the on the mic really well. Yeah, he but does even he like,
1: even even he just is given crap to work with sometimes. Oh yeah,
2: well he at least he actually delivers stuff unlike the other. T- yeah. And also they put Booker T back on commentary as well, which I'm actually quite glad about. They called Booker T was a good hype man is the best way to put it but um <laughs> it's just it's just at the moment it's very very frustrating because um back in the 90s there wouldn't be this much shit going on with with the whole writing stuff and i said this on a wrestling on, an, on another wrestling podcast for well, the as you know i do podcasts with the comic book cast blah blah and there's a wrestling podcast that I, i'm on pretty much most of the time and um we said this, we said it this sort of way that there's too many, that's the saying we had, is too many cooks in the kitchen, you know, like there's too many people putting their own little splice or flavor into it, you know.
1: Like, yeah, because you have these guys who think that, oh, you know, you're going to get uh, the NWO back and we're going to have someone come out, doesn't matter who it is, and they're going to get buried by them. Yeah. Not it's, realizing that they're hurting those people that are getting buried. Well, it's like Stone
2: Cold said on his podcast with Vince McMahon, he's read, why are there so many writers? yeah it's like it's not stuff that where you me or anyone else saying out there ask stone cold said it to vince mann on that podcast why are there so many writers because he said there only used to be like four writers back when he was working it's like and the four writers was vincent McMahon, pat patterson um vince russo and um harley race i think that was Oh,
1: listen to one of his podcasts where he talks to a former writer on w from wwe and he tells this interesting story where the guy goes up to... Uh, Stephanie gives him a script and says, you know, here you go. Give it to, give it to Chris Jericho. He's going to do this. And um, the guy said, okay. It was his first day. He gave the script to Jericho. And when he turned his back, Jericho crumpled the script and threw it in the trash. Ah. Uh, True story. Ouch. That, that's how little the wrestlers give a shit about your fucking scripted crap. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose even came out in on recently on Jericho's show and said he hated the scripted format. Yeah. And he'll try to ad-lib as much as he can, because he hates the fucking script so much.
2: Yeah. Again, the script works for some people. It doesn't work for a lot of people, but still at the same time... Um, it's just way too scripted now. It really, really is. And oh yeah, god, be-
1: uh, Daniel Bryan's return promo sounds like the most scripted shit I've heard in my entire life. Well, the whole thing with Daniel Bryan at the moment,
2: again, I know we're still talking about wrestling here, but I know, and- I'll, him- I'll go on because
1: this shit pissed me off. Okay. Well,
2: yeah. Go, go go ahead.
1: Yeah. No. 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 He comes out, cuts the shittiest fucking promo I've seen in my life, where he's like, "Everything was taken away from me because of injury." And I want to come back to the Rumble. Everything was... Ta- it sounded so fucking scripted because I've seen Brian talk on Told Evas. He, he doesn't talk like this. He does no. not... He's more like that, that because, chilled. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> trying to cut a tough guy promo and it sounds so fucking fake it pissed me off.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is that Vince, to Vince Martin everyone got to sound like a tough guy, you know, because yeah. everyone has to be tough boo and all menacing and all this crap. But um, this is the thing that makes me laugh about... Again, I know again you brought up total divas it's all i'm going to say about the whole john cena heel term quickly if you want him to make him a heel just tell him be yourself like you are on total divas That's <laughs> what you need to do. and you get people to start hating you but um digress on that but, um but at the moment he got a very interesting picture at the moment Say like, they got so many opportunities they got so many people that can be in the main event at wrestlemania this year to go up get brock lesnar and there's three, candid- three good candidates, but still at the same time, the thing that annoys me about the whole thing with it, it's that when you look at it, WWE can't fuck it up, but they can fuck it up because it's WWE. It's like with Daniel Bryan, you have a, such a good story to tell with him, going into the Rumble and being this... Amazing- how, how do you
1: kill it? Have him come out on SmackDown and cut a shitty fucking promo. Yeah. That's how you kill it.
2: Yeah. But, but yeah, again, that's... The, apart from that, you have a really good story to tell there against him going against Brock Lesnar and, like, coming back from this like threatening injury and stuff like that, so career-ending injury and everything like that. Or you can go the other way with Roman Reigns with the um, young, tough guy and everything like that, the guy who can oh, stand... For... Roman but, but this is the problem with Roman Reigns. Like, he's a good in-ring performer in form... Performer.
1: He can't get a, a promo to save his goddamn no. well, life. Well, it
2: doesn't help that Vince Marlon is writing all his promos, personally... You know that, right?
1: Is that why it sounds so yeah. honky? No, no
2: seriously. There's been, been news on it backstage. Vince McMahon been writing all of Roman Reigns promos.
1: Wow. So because every time I listened because every time I listen to them, I was like, "This is a Hogan promo, but without the energy." This is a fucking Hogan promo. Mean? The famous Roman Reigns. He got a cool. He has this really cool sounding voice
2: the stuff he's given the same. I think he even made a joke about it when he said, suckling suckatash. And <laughs> he, even he said, that, yeah, I know, I can't even believe I said that. And he winked towards the camera and I'm like, I'm like, even he knows that was shit. You know? And like, I seen him on like, was it, um, was it ES, ESPN Sports when he was on there and he was, he was all natural and he sounded really cool and he sounded like a tough guy and I was just like, I'm like, why can't he be like that? Just be himself.
1: Or, or better yet, instead of wasting my time with a fucking 15 minute promo, how about you just say, I'm going to kick everybody's ass at the wrong ball? Done.
2: Exactly. That's what Roman Reigns needs to be. <laughs> he just essentially needs to be that guy. I'm going to come in. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to, really, I'm going to come in. I'm going to take names. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to go to WrestleMania, become champion.
1: That's all this he needs your to face- do. This is the face of your company, for God's sake. I mean, Vince is, gro- Vince is like, grooming him to be the next face of the company, but he just, he's holding him back like I, with his shitty fucking writing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the reason why his program has been turned shit. Called
0: Vin- you know what?
1: I, you know what? I, I, I'll say it. You know, this is the first on the show, but I'll fucking say it right now. I agree with CM Punk when he said Vince was out of touch. Hmm. Now I
2: see what he meant. Yeah, it's just like, and the problem is with like with Roman Reigns, he can't go away from that script because it's been written by the boss himself. Yeah. So he's sort of stuck between rock and a hard place. Him personally, that's a, that's the reason because I because this is the thing I follow Roman, Roman I followed everyone within the Shield for like once they started to come big, I started to look back on their stuff and the stuff that they did in NXT and so on, etc. And I was just like. Roman Reigns is not like this. He's like and I, was, I saw stuff with him outside of wrestling when he were like when he went in to do interviews on like sports shows or whatever, and he's just like he just cool comes off very, very calm and collected. He's he's not a man of many words, but he comes off like a tough guy and stuff like that. And I'm just thinking to myself, he needs to be that. You know? That can be that that's his character.
1: It's and just, he comes from a wrestling family, yeah. so you know, well, again, if you're from
2: Samoa you're more likely you're like fifty percent of the chance to have a wrestling family. No,
1: it's it, no, it's legit. They are that yeah. he comes from that wrestling family, and I'm thinking to myself that's all you need to do. Yeah. Say, I'm I'm from the successful heritage, I'm gonna win. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and it just
2: again, everyone from that Shield group has potential. That's the thing. Everyone from that Shield good and and this is the thing that annoys me about it is that I think all of them know in that Shield group, like Rollins, Dean, Roman, they all know their comfort zones, but the problem is it's just that Dean, he's basically been put thrown in his comfort zone in the fucking deep end. They let him do whatever he fucking wants to do, and Steph Rollins, a 50-50, like he's, he can handle himself. I mean, it, and- here's, the,
1: here's the thing with Rollins. I mean, he's good at cutting promos because he's good at playing the smarmy douchebag heel. Yeah, and that's what they're doing with him, and it works. Yeah. And... Oh, there was this awesome segment on SmackDown with him and Paul Heyman. That was amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: That segment was awesome yeah. on that show. And the thing... and I'm thinking to myself, why don't you let him cut more promos like this? Yeah. And the thing with Romo, he's the guy who comes out and he to,
2: he needs to kick someone's ass. And unfortunately, they're not doing that with him.
1: <sighs> like, they have to give him a Superman gimmick. Like, this is Vince's booking. Like, you have to have a Superman fucking gimmick. Yeah, of this, I can, do every, I, can, I can do everything, yeah. and I'm Hulk Hulkamania, Hulkamania Hulk. and all this other shit. All, all he
2: needs to be, he needs to be the guy that comes out, kicks ass, and says, says, little, stuff, says little stuff, and if anyone gives him any shit back, he just knocks him out. That's all he needs to do, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's... Look, I don't want to put the guy down, I mean, I really like the dude, but face it, some guys just can't cut promos, I'm sorry, they just can't. Yeah, it's like
2: even when when I heard when 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 I've been talking about this with people, people have been saying to me, "Oh, why don't we, you know, with him, we put him with um with a manager." I'm like, no, you don't put Roman with a manager at the moment. It's just it's that that's the. Some people, yes, you can put managers with, but with his sort of personality and persona that you're trying to portray with him, it's not giving him manager. is not going to help him at, at this point in time. But I still think he's still too green to win the title. I think WrestleMania twenty two should be should be his year like Dan, this should be daniel bryan's year to win the win at wrestlemania 31
1: oh i was shot when brian, brian came out during smackdown he got a huge fucking pop yeah the he, biggest fucking pop of the night
2: yeah that's what i mean he this is his year he needs to be in the main event roman save him for wrestlemania 31 you know you can have him like make him win like the u.s title and make him win the royal rumble the next following year, but this year... Maybe I'd have a feud with someone like fucking Rusev was not doing anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just put him in something like that. It's just like... And just like... And also, if you're done with Rusev, like you're done with Rusev, you don't want to push him anymore because he pretty much dropped the ball with him on by this point. Because have you heard the whole rumor that what the, what, the, what they want to do with Rusev?
1: Oh, God, what now?
2: They want him to put in a match with John Cena at WrestleMania.
1: No. No. <laughs> Let's I'm like I was like the... Who the fuck is Rusev to be in the same ring as John Cena? Who the fuck is he? I'm sorry. He's a guy from NXT that has a very hot
2: manager. <laughs>
1: That's probably the best way to put it. Like you have done nothing to to even be put in a feud with Cena. Nothing. I mean Wyatt at least was a fucking tag team competitor and built up his character from scratch before being given the opportunity to be with Cena, to work a program with him. Mm. Rusev has done jack shit.
2: He's been the US Tide champion, that's it. Yeah. And that doesn't go much credibility now, it's these so, days, it's, unfortunately. This
1: is a Vince booking I fucking hate, where a big guy comes in and Vince has to push him as a monster yeah. heel. Yeah. He fucking loves his monster heels for some unknown reason.
2: Yeah, They need to put... Roman with Rusev and make that match short and sweet and if you want to put him over as a fucking face you make him knock him make him knock Rusev the fuck out yeah that's what you need to like, do
1: with yeah, him Rusev the US title doesn't mean <laughs> shit okay? okay but at least you can make Roman Reigns you can put him over as a big champion by, by having him beat Rusev like you said
0: yeah
2: yeah. yeah, the guy breaks his streak. No one's beating him.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for going on this tangent, but this shit really pisses me off. I'm sorry. Yeah. Apologize for everyone, but um, I'm really <sighs> pissed off at the current product right now. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, that's what's going to be happening, and hopefully it can fit everything up, because um, you know Elimination Chamber's
1: finally gone. Oh thank fuck!
2: They're changing it to something called Fast Lane now.
1: Yeah, I can see this being one of the lowest, lowest-rated pay-per-views of twenty-four, fifteen. Calling it right now yeah. because Brock Lesnar's not going to be there, and because I said this
2: on on the wrestling podcast I do as well. Again, uh, I said I said because this was before they announced the whole thing with Elimination Chamber. I'm like, yeah, Elimination Chamber's coming up. What the fuck they're going to do? With do with the fucking chamber and um hopefully Fastlane be one of these people view like no way out and stuff like that maybe it can shake up some stuff and not but you know
1: <sighs> it's better be like the lowest rating they're yeah. going to do like a terrible calling it right now yeah
2: hopefully they can put some something on it you know but who knows but um likewise I think that's all I have for WWE <laughs> I don't
1: have anything else to yeah, say. We're, that, we're, we're done. We're done about WWE. So, mm-hmm. is there anything else going on? Because you were looking up, like, anime news before, like... <laughs> okay, I'm
2: going to quickly bring this up. It's going back to Marvel again now. But Marvel, uh, for those that don't know, their ongoing comic book series at the moment um, called Spider-Verse. Just give some context here. Spider-Verse is essentially a
0: comic
2: book. Um, it's a comic book event at the moment when all the Spider-Men for all the different continuities all meet up and blah 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 blah, they have to deal with uh, Morbius and all his shit, you know? Because Morbius is back and he basically wants to kill all the Spider-Man totems because him and his family want to
1: become all mighty and all powerful. And, um, you know, because of this, because it was a major event, it's like every Spider-Man is in there. Like, everyone. Yeah,
2: there's... The one Spider-Man that we want, I wanted to mention was that... In one of the more recent issues, um, the Japanese Spider-Man turned up from the Toei's Spider-Man thing. For those that don't know, back during the 70s, late 70s, um, Japan got the television rights for Spider-Man. They made a television series. I think it lasted around about three seasons, and it ran for about two, for two years max... And it was very weird. And in Spider Verse, he made a cameo. The guy, that's version of Spider Man, turned up in that in the comic. Spidey Morbius tried to save the other Spider Man by trying to attack Morbius with his giant Spider Man robot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and now Marvel because they acknowledged him, and he's now officially canon. Um, they began to stream the episodes. Well, only two of the episodes have been streamed so far, and that's episode that's the pilot in episode seven that's been available on Marvel's website. You can go there now and watch it.
0: Hmm.
2: And that has some, some weird stuff. Like, for example, Spider-Man has a wristband amulet sort of thing. Like, he can do stuff with that. Um, there's also this, this giant spider robot. He has a spider car. and It's a very, very weird Spider-Man show it was basically
1: it right. was basically them taking Spider-Man and and making it a sentai. Yeah, that's the
2: best way to put it. That's 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 probably the best way you could put it. You just said it right there. They literally <laughs> just made a sentai out of it. And it's Just like it's one of the weirdest things I have ever seen and oh, it was it was
1: cuz I remember cause I remember growing up in the 90s and we me and my cousin used to go to the video store and we used to buy all these bootleg um videos of of all these shows from Japan and Spider-Man was one of them. <laughs> I remember watching a couple like three episodes of that as a kid and I'm like, "Wow, this is fucking terrible." <laughs> it wasn't good. And um
2: was it was it popular? No, it wasn't. Um did Marvel try to forget about it? Oh, yes, they did. And because People were asking about it, they put it up on the Marvel website, marvel.com, you can go and watch it there now, and it's interesting, is the best way to put it.
1: I can't wait for the Doctor Strange movie to come out, because maybe finally we'll get an actual DVD release of the Doctor Doctor Strange pilots from the 1970s. (laughs) Oh god, that,
2: oh god.
1: Oh god, that was hilariously bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. The old Doctor i just like,
2: I actually recently watched the Nick Fury um, television movie.
1: Oh, with David Hassel. <laughs> yeah, I
2: watched that recently. My god, that was bad.
1: The only we one, shot They were shot in Canada. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also, yeah, you, you could tell because Don Don Doodle was was played by the guy who did the voice of Oculus
1: Prime from Beast Wars and Grounder from
2: Avengers of Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: It was also in Godzilla for a brief second. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Ah, Gary Chalk. (laughs) Yeah. I love the scene where he offers him a cigar and he's like, nah, I quit smoking and he just gives him this dirty look like, okay, fuck you then. (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you and fuck you. Like, you can tell it was shot in Vancouver, because, like, it, the sets looked cheap, the fucking jungle looked like a fucking... Ugh. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible fucking movie.
2: And then Hydra were in it, and Hydra was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> and it keeps going. It, it, like, it, it, you think it's going to end, but, oh, no, there's a, there's an epilogue. I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> I think the
2: only thing that amazed me about that film, there was an the actual decent comic book reference and the comic book reference was um oh god which was it? It made me laugh but um was um there was a robot Nick Fury You know and it's just like robot Uh... Nick Fury I was like oh wow
1: (laughs) Just awful (laughs) Yeah Oh god (laughs)
2: The shit you have to deal
1: with. I'm surprised you actually found a copy of this that you can It's It's on
2: DVD. It's on DVD. You can get it on DVD. In the UK? Not in the UK. I actually found it at a car boot sale back a while ago for 50p, and it was a region one DVD. And yeah, he, it was because that DVD is like way out, way out
1: of print now. I know.
2: I know it's way, way out of print, but the guy had it. The guy was trying to get rid of a load of the DVDs. I saw it there, and I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to get it because it's just Nick Fury, you know?
1: Because I've seen it, I've seen like a little like fucking bootleg yeah. version of it, and it was really terrible. No, it
2: was the actual DVD copy. I've got it around in my room somewhere, but um, <laughs> i watched it. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's good to have stuff like that because, like, yep, I own it. <laughs>
2: I've seen it. It's a piece of shit. The guy was getting trying to get rid of trying to get rid of it, and I was just like, "Oh, how much do you want want for it?" And he went, uh, and and I he basically said, okay, make an offer, and I'm like, "Okay, 50p." And he was like, "Yes, yeah, take it." <laughs>
0: i think he
1: i I think he didn't like it and um no one likes this no one can actually look at this and say yeah yeah. this is really good (laughs) and
2: and, and it did did make me laugh a little bit because he 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 did say to me he did say to me when he gave it to me it's like "Eh," because when he did gave it to me i was just like um i was like oh cheers thanks and everything like that and he and he's like oh um he said he said he this is on the Marvel stuff. Like, oh, really? I was like, okay, yeah, really? And he was like, um, yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah cool, cool. And he's like, I kept telling everyone, I said, no, 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 Nick Fury, he used to be white and no
1: one ever, no one ever believed me. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm,
2: I was like, oh, you don't say.
1: Fucking <laughs> plebs. <laughs> it made me laugh. That made me laugh when he said So I
2: made, so like, I made this, and he says like, I told people Nick Fury used to be white, but no one believed me. And I'm
1: like, I
2: was like, wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. You talk to someone and tell them like, uh, you know, Nick Fury used to be white. They don't believe you because they're only, they're only familiar with um, Sam Jackson Nick Fury.
2: Yep. Ah, good times. Good times. <laughs> But no, um, like I said, um, at this moment point in time, only the pilot and the seven episode are up on is, is up on Netflix. So you know, um, well, not no on Netflix, up on the Marvel dot com. So go and see it and watch it if you really want to watch some if you want to wa- watch some weird Sentai stuff with Spider Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's all I got. That's all I got.
1: Well uh, yeah, I think that's 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 enough for today. So thanks for all for listening and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.